Hello, and welcome to the Twisted Stitches podcast, a podcast about knitting and other crafty pursuits. I'm Twee. And Kimberly. Today is Saturday, April 29th, 2017, and we're recording episode 57. Saturday. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. It's very, I mean, it's warm. I was saying, we're going to start off with the weather report. Oh my God. It's, it's definitely getting into summer weather. Do you know what the weather report is in Southern California? No. Hot. And windy? <laughs> hot. And then really hot. And then maybe a little bit of cool. And then more hot. Okay. That's what that is. Is that your uh, profession? Is that from the Doppler 75 or whatever? That is my weather channel opinion. The Doppler 2000? Yes. A 75 isn't very high. But no, it's not high at all, I but it's hot it's, for me. Oh, it's hot for me, too. It's hot for me. Yeah. You've been having a good morning, afternoon so far? Yeah, it's been nice. We went to baby sign language class, Ooh. and um, she just threw her bunny out of the crib. Oh, do you want to give it back to her? Yeah, give it back to her. Hey. What happened? There you go. You want that bunny. You want your bunny, friend. You're so silly. Um, yeah, we had a nice morning, um, there's a bit of running around, but it's been nice, yeah. How about you? You were running around. I was running around, I had breakfast with a friend. Breakfast with a friend? We knit at breakfast and had delicious iced coffees. Nice. Which was good, and then we went to Ikea. Ooh. Yes. Well, that's, that sounds like craziness. It was, it was... Yeah, I actually needed some little, these cheap sort of little fabric cubby things they make that fold out. Oh, yeah. For my uh, craft nook to uh-huh. use so I could stack yarn in. Because right now they're just like sort of open space, so I need sort of those sides that would make almost like walls, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so they can stack on top of each other and next to each other. And uh, she just needed some other stuff. And they recently moved the Ikea and into a much larger space. Yeah. Uh, just like a mile or two down the road from where it used to be. We actually live... I think near, I think it's the largest Ikea in the country. Definitely the state. I feel like it's the country, though. I think it is the country now. Yeah, because the new space is because so much bigger. Space, yeah, the new yeah. space is so much bigger. It has some kind of crazy, like, 600-capacity cafeteria. Our friend loves the Ikea That's cafeteria. That's a lot of serious meatballs. Yes. I'm just she saying. She really enjoys it. Uh, we didn't eat anything this time because we had already eaten beforehand, but... Yeah, it was uh, interesting. It was interesting. I was really tired by the end of it, and then basically I just had to run home, um, put some stuff away, and then I came here. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, kind of need a nap now. I don't know when that's going to happen. Probably not till 10 p.m., so, you know, how it goes. That's the weekend for you, right? Yeah, that's the weekend. That's the weekend. Hopefully you get some napping in. Yeah, and tomorrow I'm going to the swap meet, which I'm excited about, in oh, Long Beach. Fun. Yeah. Which should be... Pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, I've never no, been to this one before, so it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun, and it'll be an adventure for you. An adventure for me. So, have you had a lot of uh, knitting time this week? I did knit a bit, actually. Um, I knit mostly. I think it was yesterday night. Uh huh. And um, that was good. And then knit on um, earlier in the week. Okay. There was not a huge amount of knitting done. No. Because uh, of the bunnies. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that, like, I got a little bit done, but not, like, not, I wanted to get a lot done because I'm working, well, I'll talk about it, but. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, you want to move right into works in progress? Sure. All right, what are you working on? Um, I'm working on Ashburn by mm -hmm. Melanie Brookberg. Yeah. Um, still, um, I'm not, I, I really like it. I'm on the second section, which is this like textured mm -hmm. um, knit section. It's like knits and pearls? It's knit and then like slip, yeah, slip um, pearl-wise through with yarn in front or slip pearl-wise through yarn yeah. in the back. So it kind of looks like a... I don't, I don't know how to explain the look, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, it comes out really textured, and it's really nice, but it's also, um, I want to say, not like I don't like it, but I'm using a variegated yarn. Yeah, it's like a speckled. Yeah, so I just feel like slightly like it's not as, you the can't see not it as much. Can yeah. you see it really good? Can you see the front of it? Oh, I can see it. I can definitely can tell it's it. textured. It's just, it's not like a lot of work, but I feel like slightly like, oh... I totally should have used a, a, solid, a solid for this part. one. Yeah. Mm. But I have a solid for the third section, and that is, um, is it also textured? textured. Yeah. Okay. Not as much, but a little bit. So it's like a combination. Yeah. So I feel like maybe it'll be okay. Okay. That's, um... But that's actually... Good. Oh, wait. What? Oh. Gnome hat. That's... You can finish objects. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah. That's it. Are you okay there? <laughs> what color is the one that you're working on right now, the speckled? Um, this is so pretty. I don't know. It is really pretty. the name of it. Oh, it's the, um, what is it? The, it's the Blissful Mitts, I think? No, the Blissful Mitts was a solid. Oh, that was the green, the green, right? Right, the tealy green. That was a solid. I think that one is, oh, I see it in my head. What is the name of it? It's not landscape, because that's the it's, orange one. Uh, Oh, Texas dyed wool? Yeah, that's the or orange is, one, I think. Is that the orange one? No, that's rust hard. Oh, that's rust hard. So it is Texas is, dyed wool. Yeah, it's Texas dyed wool in landscape. So yeah. it's a really pretty speckled with a lot of different blues and greens and teals and some orange, right? Yeah, little specks of orange, which is the third color, which yeah. is that orange. I mean, I really, really like it. I, I think, think the colors you chose really are well. really nice. Thank they you. They go together really well. It took us a long time to find... I think that green, that green teal. Yeah. But I think it was worth the effort. Yeah, I definitely think it was worth the effort. Um, I just wish that, I mean, I guess I'm just disappointed I didn't have too much, as much time to knit because right. I would have really, really liked to been able to finish the second section. Mm -hmm. I'm not even that far, to be honest with you, like from finishing the second section. Mm -hmm. Maybe I have like six more times to repeat it. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, it's like one of those big sections where yeah, it's always you're just kind of over it. Yeah, it's always fun to sort of to change colors or change patterning or, you know, do something different. Yeah. I mean, I like mindlessness too, but, you know, you want something to, I don't know, just make it interesting. Yeah. Occasionally, and if there's a big section, I mean, I think that's why my fade is, taking so long it's yeah. very repetitive and yeah. um fingering can, weight and i just um you know can you do can you do your fade um without your um can you do your fade um watching tv or can you do you need to concentrate on no, it no i can do it watching tv depending the lace section which even though it's really simple lace i, I have to pay attention to it a little more because or else I'll, you know, not get the right stitches or go into the wrong hole or something. But it, 
it's not difficult and doesn't require a ton of con concentration at all. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I should work on it. But, but that's been, what happens sometimes they just move to the back. Yeah, I've been kind of into my current project that I've been knitting a lot. And so that's kind of been taking up most of my knitting time. Oh, little baby coughing. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Can I help you? Hold on, we'll pause it. Hold on. Sorry, we're back. We're back. Um, I had put Blueberry in the crib because she looked like she might be ready for a nap, but then she's looking at us like... She wants out. What are you doing out there? Yeah, yeah. so we took so her out. she's out in the wild. Uh, she might be a little more vocal. <laughs> yeah. She <laughs> likes playing with my water bottle. She already has it. Yep. Yeah. Crazy baby. All right. Uh, you're talking about Ashburn? I was talking about Phaedra. Find your fade. Well, yeah. yeah. So you're not um you're not knitting that like in front of the TV or anything. You're I like... mean, I have it on my coffee table. Yeah. Uh, it's just for whatever reason, I'm just not as into it right this second as my other works in progress. Right. And haven't uh, been picking it up as often. Right. I'll try to do a row or two, um, you know, here and there, but it's hard. I mean, obviously, it's never gonna get done if I just do a row or two. <laughs> well, that's to... how I feel like this because this this is um. It's not boring, but you know, like it, there are it because it grows. Right, right. The it rows wider, get wider. Yeah. So then I'm like, oh, when I used to be able to do like five rows, now I can only do like three rows or two mm -hmm. rows. And I just feel like that's frustrating me just on a mental level because right. I feel like I'm not accomplishing enough. Mm -hmm. You know what you can do? I mean, I don't know if it'll help or be worse, but some people, you know, put a little progress keeper. Oh, really? You know, oh, like, that's a good idea. You know, just on the front, like when they start. Thank you. And then, you know, that way at the end, because sometimes. It, I feel like you feel like you haven't done much, but if you mark it, you actually it actually it. looks like you, I mean, when you look later, you've done more than you thought. Yeah. You no, know. that's a good point. I might do it, I mean, I don't knit enough in a day to kind of, like, make that. Well, you could just put one there but and I might do check it, it every, every three days or whatever. Yeah, I know? might do it in a week, because that would make me, it would just make me feel better. I do feel, like, kind of un... Productive. Productive. Even though it's like, oh, I just did one row. Well, that row was really long, but then I'm yeah. like, well, I've still got, like, a million other rows. Especially with those really long rows, you think, I haven't done anything, but <laughs> you work for like 45 minutes or something. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, just kind of remembering to live in the moment and not mm -hmm. be so critical Call about... yourself. And, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's and just And, you know, really remember that me. it's for enjoyment. Yeah. Don't make it unenjoyable for yourself. Yeah. You know? That's true. I feel like there's... And I know I put this on myself. This is not on anyone else. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, you put, like, unnecessary pressure on yourself to finish it. Oh, yeah. I think Either there's especially, or just makers in general. Yeah, you're like, oh, a lot of pressure on themselves. It. I gotta finish it. It's like, I gotta read the next chapter. Oh, I yeah. gotta finish this book. But then sometimes then you finish it, and it's like, you feel accomplishment, but at the same time, it's not, I don't know. You just have to move on to the next one. Yeah. You don't, I don't think it's as satisfying. As you think it's gonna when be. When you do that. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you sort of rust yourself and you know I don't know like I've done that with books too I'll you know sort of get really into them but in sort of rush or push myself to finish it because I just need to finish it for whatever reason and then it's done but I just didn't enjoy it that much and I think it's you know that's part of the process like you gotta enjoy the process yeah you know yeah sometimes I just I mentally tell myself to slow down um when I'm reading or you know working on a project like, I don't have to speed through this yeah. You know, it's hard to feel accomplished when 
it feels like a lot of people are just churning things out. But, you know, everyone has a different life, and it's fine. I think, all good. I mean, I think it's a good teaching lesson, too, for myself, just because mm-hmm. that means I really should have, like, a smaller project. Oh, like another. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So that way hat. I can kind of, like... So you can still feel that sense of accomplishment. Yeah. So I should yeah. really be starting, like, a hat or something yeah. right You still now, have so. a Iron Muffin's dad's hat. I do. I have to finish that. I saw like, the only reason I saw it on the table the other day. Yeah. <laughs> so I know you still have it. I've got a couple, so... But but those aren't... Um, but, you know, they're, like, DK. Not, mm-hmm. like... But they're not worsted, you know? Like, they're not bulky. Well, yes, so, but, but we don't really need bulky weights. We don't need bulky weight hats. I mean, you could. I just mean we don't need it. Are you going to mess up Mommy's row count? You're playing she's, with the row counter. You should lock it. She's totally got it's, my row it's counter. It's a lock. It's not one that locks. Huh? I don't think you can lock it. Okay. Well, it says one on it right now. All right. <laughs> just so you know. Thanks. Okay. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Are you working on anything else? Uh, no, I'm just fo- trying to focus on this one. Okay. How about you? Uh, like I said, I worked on my fate a little bit. Nothing. There's nothing to report on that. You guys are going to get sick of me even mentioning it because I feel like it's going to last another year. Some but... people have finished already. It's crazy. Oh, people finished in two weeks or yeah. less than two weeks. There's probably a thousand of them on Ravelry right now. And she just came out with a Find Your Fate sweater, oh, which dear. looks really pretty, too. And yeah. Uh, that would be really fun, but no way am I going to start something like that until I finish the shawl, <laughs> the shawl version. Yeah, well, it seems like, um, you know, a Find Your Fate sweater is just brilliant, because I'm sure we all have stuff in our stash Right, would be sweater quantity, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, that just sounds like too big of a project for my brain to really wrap around. Yeah, yeah. It's just another fun way I to, don't think I can wrap to my mix your yarns and, you know? All the single skeins you have into something really, really cool. Little baby. She's being really cute. And the other thing I'm working on that it's kind of, that's the thing I've been working on the most in the last uh, couple weeks is my color field shawl. We talked about this in the last episode. This is a pattern by Kemper Ray of Junk Yarn. And it's in DK Weight Yarn, two colors. I'm using the Lemonade Shop. What is it called? It is called Pinwheel, oh, nice. which is that's the yellow one. Mostly fluorescent yellow mm-hmm. with uh, some speckles of purple and pink. Well, and there's like silver and in blue. It, right? Yes, it's a sparkle base. So there's uh, Stellina in it, and there's some cream in it too. It's really fun, and the contrast color for that is uh, Nitsomniac Designs. Her Nocturne DK uh, DK base in Bitch, please. <laughs> it's really fun. It, that, that's just sort of a speckly purple, hot pink, blue, uh, crazy explosion, which is really fun, too. And I really thought I would be almost done with this by now. I'm not actually too far off, uh, but I didn't have as much time really to knit this week either. So I'm a little bit uh, behind what I thought I would be at. But uh, it's so far, it's really, really fun. It's... Really, the pattern's really easy to memorize, and I hear that she is uh, testing a worsted weight version right now, which will be fun. I think you can probably make that one. I mean, you have yarn for this one, the DK weight, but worsted weight, I have a ton of worsted weight, single skeins, random things, and I'm really into big, squishy, sort of blanket shawls right now, even though it's... 90 degrees outside. Yeah. I just like cozy things. 
you know, and while fingering weight lace shawls are really beautiful, and I'm going to make a million of them, I'm sure, the idea of just, just something really thick and cushy just feels, uh, just sounds amazing. I just want to take it to the movies or, you know, hang out on the couch. She's going to poke you in the eye with that row counter. And that's all I've been working on, really. Uh, just those two things. What's next, Kimberly? Bosha! 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 You, you have something that's finished. I did! I finished my gnome hat! Your second gnome hat. My second gnome hat. Take two of the gnome hats. So if you remember last time, my gauge attacked and I was ha I wound up with a gnome hat that was like bigger than my head. Right. Um, so I did it again. I did a gnome hat that was made from Shibuki. Shibui. Shibui. Um, in... It's pretty. It's this like almost dark barn red. And um, what's in I have it. I have it on my Ravelry. Yeah. Um, and I put it in the Facebook group. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. I didn't see it. I, I, I shared it with the Facebook. Oh. I'm sorry, with the Twisted, with the Ravelry group. Oh, the Ravelry group. Oh, okay. I got look. Um, so, yeah. Um, that was really, really good. I'm really happy with it. I have a so picture. what size did you make for the second one? So, I made, for the second one, I made the largest size, but the yarn was much smaller than called for. Right, right. Because I think the pattern calls for a bulky, bulky, yarn. and this was like um, worsted. Was it worsted? Yeah, it was worsted. It was maybe a thinner worsted, like a light worsted. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it was really soft. I remember. It's I don't really remember what's soft. in it though. It fits her head now. Yeah. I think it might still fit her in the fall, or the okay. winter. So well, I think it it's very forgiving because it doesn't have a sort of closed brim. It's kind of open in the back. Yeah. You know? And. Um, yeah, I hope it's, I feel like it's kind of forgiving that way. Uh, do you remember what needle size you used for the... I used an eight. Okay, that's still a pretty big needle. At least for me. Yeah, for you it is. For me yeah. it's kind of small. Okay. Um, I used an eight, and it really worked out well. I'm really yeah. happy with it. I do have a picture of her wearing it on mm -hmm. my Ravelry page. Oh, good. Yeah, so, um, I think... Check that out. Yeah, she was really cute. I was like, oh, you're so cute, I'm gonna put it on the Yeah. Back. I know you sent me some. Yeah. Oh, that's so wet. So wet. Now your row counter has... My row counter is so wet. ...has blueberry kisses on it. Whoa. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I was really, really pleased with this second one. Yeah. I can't believe I fin I finished it literally. It's small. I don't think I can say literally. That's wrong, right? Um, yeah, I mean, unless it actually was that amount of time. Oh, no, our, I think it was. Our friend Adrian would be annoyed with you She'd if be you so misused annoyed. it. <laughs> no, I literally... It took me maybe... Six hours. Okay. I'm not a very fast knitter. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm not I think either. it took me six hours. I finished it in a day. Oh, good. Yeah, so I knocked it out. And I was how really did you find the pattern because... itself? I can't remember what you said last time. It was okay. I had the same problem, even though I knew about sewing up the back. So I had, the pro I had much more trouble the first time. At least this time I kind of knew what I was getting into and how I was going to do it. But it still was just not, I, I did not enjoy this part. So, just that you just didn't like it, or were the instructions unclear? The instructions were slightly unclear, and then when I tried to do go back and forth, back and forth, it just wasn't really easy. You're, you're binding off two stitches from the left side, and then you're going to the right side and binding off two stitches from the right side. Oh, interesting. To, like, seam them up the back. Oh, so you seam like, it while you're binding it off? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you just knit it and then bound, no. and then bound it off and all, then sewed it. No, because they're all live stitches in the back, and then they fold up. And so that seam in the back, 
has to be really like tight and stiff so the hat points so it just wasn't like Does your hat point my hat does point that's good um but i i just i don't think i i, I still don't think i did a very good job with it okay Huh, I'll have to look at that sometime. I'm really interested about this method of binding off and seaming at the same time. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad you finished that, and that's for her for this year? That was for this year, so that was her first birthday. Okay. And I had made her that other hat. Oh, yes. So my other faux show was the Oh, hat. yeah, it you was made just, her a hat. Yeah. It was just a ribbed hat. Um. Yeah, you bought some yarn at the altar stitch. Yes. It was... We talked about it last week. Did we? Last time. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. the one that I bought. Okay. I know it was Black Trillium. Yes. It was Black Trillium. Oh, like Pumpkin Patch or something? Pumpkin Patch. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. So it was this pretty green slash blue slash with like little flecks of orangey gold in it. It's very fall colored. Very fall colored. I think I said this all the time. It reminds me of Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. It's sunset. So I think you did remember I made that. this like really simple Rib yeah, just three, a rib hat. hat. Yeah. Um, what did you, how many did you cast on? Do you remember? I think it was 66. Okay. And then by the time that I cast on. And it's a bulky yarn, right? Or Aaron? No, it's bulk. I think it's bulky. Okay. I think it's bulky. I cast on, and then by the time, it is very forgiving. So, um, it yeah, it's fit a stretchy. Her, yeah, know. it fit her now, but I think it'll fit her for many years. Like, it's really. Yeah. Because we could fit it over, like, tweezers. It almost fits me. It's, I think yeah. it's a little short on me, but the width. Wasn't too bad. <laughs> yeah. So, pretty good. Oh, that's good. And yeah. So, I got two hats done. Oh, good for you. Yeah, I was surprised by how productive I was. <laughs> you can be when you kind of set your mind to something, yeah. you know, and just work on it. What was I going to say? Um, and are those notes on your project page, too, for that one? If um, anyone wants to look. I don't know if I have it on my project page, actually. I've got to look. Okay. I don't know if I put it on. You should, in case you want to make another one for her and maybe a different yarn you can remember yeah, what you did for this so. one. Yeah. Do you know how many inches you knit before you started decreasing? No, I just eyeballed it. Oh. Okay. But I think it was like three and a half, four. Okay. It was pretty thick. Okay. Thick? You mean tall? Yeah, tall. Oh. Ah. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Good for you. How about you? Did you finish anything? I did finish something. Hang on. Of course she did. Finished something. Where are they? I finished my blue opal socks. Where are they? Oh, they're right here. Here they are. This Yay! is the self-patterning opal yarn. The one that I don't know the colorway name for or number because the tag I had seemed totally wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't match the other numbers of the... You're missing Antwi's socks. The other project with the same numbers. Look so. at these magnificent socks. So here's my socks. I feel like it might be a little short. They're I think beautiful. I'm going to um, block them. Hopefully they'll grow a little bit. I do like them. I do think they're a bit scratchy for me. Yeah, I mean, I think yarns like Opal and Regia uh, are no more workhorse yarns. Mm -hmm. You know, they last a really long time. You can put them in, you know, the washer Wash, dryer, yeah. you know. Uh, they're definitely not, like, merino or anything like that, but... They're supposed to be really long wearing, and these these are actually really fun. Look at my feet. Good. Hello. Hello. My feet are touching you now. My feet are touching Look at those feet. Now my feet are really warm, though, because it's warm in here. <coughs> yeah, I haven't had time to block them yet, but I will. And it's good to get a project off of my needles. And I think I might start pair of socks in. That's awesome. Yeah. And 
I have, I was gonna, actually was going to talk about it and whip it, but I forgot, so I will talk about it now. It's almost a finished object. They're almost done. And I should have finished them, but I was at breakfast and didn't finish them. But So these are my Ooh, Beauty and the Beast socks. So pretty. Yeah, in my mustache yarn in La Belle de Bette. And basically all I have to do is Kitchener the heel of the second sock. Yeah, that's done. And I'm done. And I just, you know, it's Kitchener and I wanted to take the time to do it. And it's been done for about a day and I just haven't had time to sit down and Kitchener it. So when I get home later today, I will Kitchener it and then put these socks and the blue socks and the Felici hat I finished like a few weeks ago um, in a bath to block them because I haven't blocked any of those. I feel like you're like on a sock roll. I mean, not really. I think, well, a little bit. I know these blue socks got finished, uh, I mean, I had started them ages ago, but then they got done recently because I've been um, bringing them in the car with me. Yeah. And when there's, like, stoplights or heinous traffic in L.A., which there often is, and you're just not doing anything. Yeah. Uh, stuck in a canyon or something. Yeah. I'll take them out and just, like, knit a couple of stitches or something. And it doesn't seem like you're doing much because literally sometimes you just knit, you know, like, I use double points, so sometimes I'll just knit the needles off of one double point, you know, yeah. and I'll have to go. But when you add, when you add it all up, eventually you're, you know, you're done way sooner than you thought you would yeah. be, you know. I, I want to make a comment, okay? Yeah. She, there is no traffic in LA is so awful. Yeah. That this is. I wouldn't do this if it was dangerous. <laughs> yeah. You're literally, you're literally stopped. You are actually stopped for maybe ten minutes. And you can't go. And you can't go anywhere, especially yeah. if you're going through the canyon. Especially if you're going through the canyon. I know you've gotten stuck in there before. I've for gotten like stuck for an hour, an hour or two. And with, because it's a canyon, there's no side roads, so and you're you literally stuck. Yeah. Um, you try to turn around eventually. I know someone who used to breast, like, pump. Oh, pump while she was, pump oh, while she yes. was on the 405. Right. Because it was literally a parking lot. Right. right. I say literally a lot. Um, it was a, an actual parking lot. Mm -hmm. you, you weren't going anywhere. you weren't just going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. So, so it, it does sound dangerous. We don't do it a lot. I yeah, mean, I don't do it I don't knit in the car, but um, I understand why people would want to do something else in the car. Yeah. Because you really are not moving. This isn't, this isn't like um, <laughs> another It's city. hard to explain if you've never driven through LA traffic, especially sort of during commuter hours. Yeah. It's hard to explain. The commuter hours are from 4 to 8. <laughs> At night, and possibly yeah. from about I don't know. It's I like, want to say from six thirty to like ten, 10 in, in the, the morning. morning. Yeah. So I just want to make that apparent. Like, yeah. Like. And some days there isn't much traffic, and I don't do anything in the car. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just fine. But it's just me remembering that sometimes even have a project in the car. I need to have emergency knitting in the car. You um, know, so in case I'm waiting for someone and didn't bring my knitting bag, you know, I'll have like something there. Yeah, I have a book in the car, so like if I if I mean, I'm waiting for someone I can pull out a book. That too. But I find sometimes it's hard to concentrate yeah. when I'm waiting for someone. You know what I mean? On books. Yeah. That's just me. So yeah. I finished those. I'm almost done with my Beauty and the Beast socks. They are really, really cute. I really love this uh, color like the striping colorway. It's pretty. And that's mustache. I think I said that before. I got this at Stitches. So when this is done, I will have completed one project for my Stitches yarn, which makes me feel a little better. Yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> a little better. And I used the Susan B. Anderson uh, Smooth Operator Socks pattern, uh, the afterthought, afterthought heel. 
and I'm making, I think, the second to smallest size, Great. which is 56 stitches, because they have an even smaller size. Wow. Which starts at 48 stitches, which is what my friend Annie uses, because she has teeny tiny feet. You have teeny tiny feet. They're not as teeny tiny as hers. I have very large feet for my size. You have hobbit feet. I do have hobbit feet. Yeah. It's real. I'm a hobbit, but I don't have hobbit feet. No. Yeah. We get to be hobbits together. Yes. Like, wouldn't that be awesome? If we could afford one of those hobbit houses with the round doors. They sell those now. Don't and they have me. them in places. Don't tempt me. Sometimes I see those articles. You know, like, buy the Pride and Prejudice Castle, which I want to do as well. Oh, yeah. You know, buy a hobbit house. And yeah. I, I think about it. I would really like the Pride and Prejudice Castle. I mean, it went up for sale a few months ago. And I think, you know, because property here is so expensive, it wasn't that bad. I forget what it was. It was yeah. probably a couple mil or maybe a little more than like, that. It was probably, like, you know, what you would normally pay for your house in Malibu. Right. Right, you'd probably play for like a hovel in, you know, Malibu, what this giant estate castle in England costs. Yeah. So I just thought, you know, I have a lot of friends who are fans of Pride and Prejudice and Jane Austen, and, you know, maybe we should go in it together and then move out to a castle, like Enya. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not opposed to this. Yeah. That or a hobbit house, or both. Yeah. You know, you yeah. could build a hobbit house on the grounds of the Pride and Prejudice Castle. Dude, these are my plans when I win the lotto. This is I'm what's going to happen. Can I be included in this plan? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, of course. Blueberry okay. loves her Aunt Twee. Okay. Yeah. One day, guys. One day. One day. Um, uh, that's all I finished. It. No, that's yeah. all I finished. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Right, next up. Uh, Cued. Did you hear anything? Um, I, you know, I think I did <gasps> do something. You did? I think I did. Ooh. Um, I mean... Let's not get too excited here, people, right? Like, whoa. I just feel like I'm cueing things all the freaking time. Um, I think I did cue something. You go first. Okay. What did go you first? cue? Okay. I cued a shawl, again, like the big blanket shawl, by Lisa Much, called Hugely. You can tell what it's going to be like. And, uh, I mean, I was wearing this shawl before, but my friend Nicole just finished one. And she brought it over, and it was just so... Fluffy and cushy and beautiful that I said I really wanted one and Lisa's actually I don't know if by the time you guys get this episode I probably won't upload it for a couple of days the sale might be over but all through April uh, Lisa's shawl patterns are all half off so when you add them to your cart it just automatically takes fifty percent off and I have a lot of her shawl patterns already but I didn't have this one and so I decided to buy it um, it is a crescent shaped shawl but it is in, I think, let me see, worsted or bulk, I think it's actually bulky weight yarn. And there's got some, uh, there's a garter section, there's some lace, and my friend put a ton of fringe on it. Pretty. And it's super Pretty. fun with the fringe, yeah, right? Fringe. And she, like, you know, throws it around her shoulder. You know, she's, she's a very good shawl thrower as well. And... It just made me want one. I, felt, I just feel like I can just cozy up to it in the movie theater. And I especially in the summer, because we get so hot, I really like putting the air on. This is awful. <laughs> this is awful. But I will put the air on until I'm comfortable, and then I'll put, like, a shawl over me. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't do that. I'm not, like, cold yeah. necessarily, but I will go, like, now, you know, the air is blowing mm-hmm. on us, right? I will, like, put a shawl on me. You know, I've done that sometimes when I'm at home. If I don't, if it's hot and I don't put the air on, it gets too hot. It gets really stuffy. Yeah. 
But when I put the air on, sometimes I get too cold, and then yeah. I, so then I'll put the air on and then like put a blanket on my legs, yeah. which is kind of weird. But but if I leave the air off, then it just gets really stifling. Yeah. So yeah, I think that might be it. Might be good for something like that. Yeah. That's so that's yeah. So it's called that's called hugely by Lisa Much. Very very pretty, and what else did I cue? I cued oh so I've been watching uh, back episodes of the Espas Trico. Uh, oh yeah. Podcast. I think I talked about them a couple episodes ago, but they only have about nine episodes out right now. But I love watching them. They're two friends. They like you know run this yarn shop together, and they're just so chatty. And I was telling someone the other day that I kind of want to be them when I grow up, even though I don't think we're that different in age. Yeah. Like they're just sort of chic and fun, and you know they're from uh, Montreal, so they're kind of like very like chic in that French way, mm-hmm. and. You know, they wear a lot of black and gray with, like, a pop of color. And every they make a million shop samples. And every sample they show on their podcast, I want. Yeah. You know? And they just make these beautiful, simple shawls. And, you know, they, you know, just really simple but elegant patterns. Yeah. But they can be made really fun, too, if you just add some color to them, you know? Yeah. And so the other day I was watching, I think, episode two, because I was watching, you know, previous episodes. And Melissa... One of the, um, you know, hosts was wearing a sweater she had made called Cirrus. And it is, it's kind of, a, it's a sweater, basically. It's like a pullover sweater with sort of, like, you know, a shawl collar. But it's, like, really open on the sides. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you slipped on, you know, maybe, it's almost like you slipped on a blanket <laughs> or a poncho. But yeah. it's like it got, it has sleeves, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, sh- and she loves holding uh, her yarn with uh, Shibui Silk Cloud, which is, like, a mohair, you know, like a almost like kid silk haze, and <gasps> to get a ha- like to get a halo on everything, yeah, she does pretty. it all the time. And I know how you feel about mohair. I'm not usually a huge fan, but everything she makes when she, you know, does with this mohair looks just so fluffy and beautiful. Yeah, and she's making me want to put mohair in everything. So anyway, she made this sweater called Cirrus, and it's black. And I've seen her wear in a couple episodes, and it always just looks really like. Just like elegant but comfy, like like she's wearing a big blanket, but but looks better. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I want to make that. Uh, the pattern's by Nancy O'Connell, mm-hmm. and I think it's a pay pattern. Hmm. Anyway, that looks really fun. I don't know when I'm gonna make it. I don't even know if I can wear mohair. Right. You know, will it be too crazy? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I don't know. Too hot. Too. I'm kind of sensitive too, so I don't know if there will be an itch factor at all. Right. And you've made, like, full-on... I mean, you used to be really I mean, into mohair. I, I really like mohair. Mm-hmm. I just don't like kids' silk haze. It's your nemesis. It's, yeah, it's just too thin. But um, I think if you held it, it with something... a lot. But I think if you held it with something, you'd yeah, be able to do not, it. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be Because it would just give you that beautiful, like, kids' silk haze, like, halo and shine, but you wouldn't be, like, trying to make a lace with, like, something so skinny. Yeah, it's yeah. just too sticky for me, kind of. Um, so, yeah, but, I mean, mohair is definitely kind of, like, an acquired taste. It's, it like, is. caviar. Yeah. Like, it's okay, really nice. Like it's it not, like, brushed, brushed mohair I can't do. You made that, remember that sort of shawl blanket, the green one? Shawl blanket. It's a blanket, I think. It's the one in the library? Yes. Yeah. And that's, like, that brushed one. mohair. I don't think yeah. I could deal with brushed mohair. No, and it's that was super fluffy. easy. That was super easy, but, again, that was more... The mohair wasn't like a lace mohair. It was yeah. a thicker. I just for that one mohair. I don't think I could deal with the texture. Yeah. It's too fluffy. Yeah. You know? Too fluffy. Too fluffy. I mean 
yeah, in yarn, but you know, that's for, cool. For dogs and stuff, there's no, no such thing as too fluffy. Yeah, understood. Yeah. So I really want to make that uh, and pretty much everything they show. You guys should watch it if you haven't yet. I, I want to make everything that they make. Cool. Just want to, I want to be them. I kind of, I feel like maybe they're a little more fun than us, but I feel like we'd be kind of like that if we ran like a store or something together. A little kooky, but, but fun. I think, yeah, I mean, they sound like we could be friends. Yes. Although we're not very chic, are we? No. I don't think we're chic. We're more like cute. Uh, I don't think they know that they are chic. No. You know what I mean? I right. think it's sort of effortless. Maybe because of where they're from or, you know, the French influence. But they're just right. sort of, I feel like, effortlessly chic and cool. I feel like we're more cute, nerdy. Uh, yeah. Kind. Yeah. Right? Kind of awkward. <laughs> yeah. A little awkward. Yeah. But in, dear, in an endearing way. In an in endearing ways. I don't know. It must be. People listen to us. I don't, I don't know. Like, I think my husband, he was like, how's... How's the, how's how's uh, readership or listenership? Yeah. And he's always like, "How many people listen to you?" And he's like, "Do you know all these people?" And I'm and like, he's very, "No, there's like strangers that listen to us. I have yes, no idea." He's very not puzzled in a bad way, but you just—I don't think he understands. I'm puzzled. <laughs> um, pod, like knitting podcasts in general, I think a lot of people kind of don't. You know, I listen. I mean, obviously, I listen to knitting podcasts. So me too. Cute. They make we don't know these people, me, but it's like, yeah, it's great to listen to. But I think a lot of people say, "So you just listen to people talk about knitting? Talk about knitting, or are they?" You, you listen to them knit? I don't understand. You know, it's just hard to explain. <laughs> listen to them knit. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, can you hear anything? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like that. two hours of that. Like, that would be, yeah, that would be kind of funny. <laughs> and Would you listen to people knit? Would you listen yeah. to a knitting podcast? Would you listen to a crochet podcast? Yeah, just just the sound of... Would you listen to the sound of knitting? No, I don't think I would, actually. <laughs> no, no visual, just the tapping of the needles. Do you think it puzzles him? I mean, not obviously... You know. No, well, it's funny. He, he, likes, he, listens, he loves both of us, but it just it just seems weird to him that people would listen well, to us. Well, he listens to a lot of podcasts. His main um, he does his main thing is podcasts, but he listens to different kinds of podcasts, like yeah. tech, audio, tech, yeah, like tech audio, like that, you know? and so not news like, type, you know? necessarily. Yeah. yeah, but I just thought it was funny. He's yeah, so I'm he, just, he he's always a little puzzled. He always he likes to ask me occasionally when I come over how many subscribers we have. Yeah. And so hello everybody. Yeah, so yeah. we really appreciate you listening to us. We do. But, I, I love mean, listening to podcasts I do or too. watching them. You know, I do too. But you know, I'm just saying that like I I don't think we we're not we're not chic. No, we're not. One day we'll put a video up of us and we'll, oh man, it'll be good. We'll be like, hey, I hey. wonder. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> we'll just stare at the camera because there are so many video podcasts now where so you know what people look like, yeah. which is great, and you know like. You know, when I told you I, I recognized a podcaster at Stitches West, and I thought I knew her, but it was because I'd, you know, just seen her yeah, face crazy. before. But there's still a lot of audio um, knitting podcasts. Yeah. And so it's just like, I wonder what, it's like, I wonder what people think we look like. Yeah. You know? I or like, know. you know, just like at work, I email people a lot, and some people have emailed for, you know, like 10 years, and I haven't met them. And then occasionally yeah. we'll meet, and they just never look anything like you think they're going to look like. I usually have to, like, I usually have to say to people, yeah, too, like, I have to give them a distinguishing factor, because oh. my last name is Cooper, Yeah. so when if I don't know them, and yeah, I'm like, we're I... going to a restaurant, I'm like, no, 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 you're going to look for the short Asian girl with the red scarf, and then they come up, and they're like, hey, and I'm like, yeah. hey, you know, so. True. My name's kind of ethnic, so it's. Yeah, they know. might be able to find you. Yeah, that. no, they usually can, um. 
or I'll just be like, oh, I'm wearing a gray sweater. Yeah. Sometimes I forget. I, I mean, I did meet some people for lunch just on Friday, and I didn't tell them what I looked like, mm-hmm. um, but they found me. It was I good. think I'm going to start calling myself the gorgeous Korean girl. I'm going to be like, I'm the they, gorgeous Korean girl yeah. that's sitting with the gray the, sweater. The stunning And the Korean girl with the... Hard back yeah, the corner, yeah. You know, something like that. The stunning Korean girl yeah. with shiny, shiny hair. Yeah. I'm going to start... Reading in the corner. Yeah. I'm going to start, like, describing myself yeah. that way. I feel like when people describe themselves, they try to downplay how awesome they are. We should just yeah. go for it. Just go for it, people. I just, I'm going to have to think of, I don't know, good... Not good things, but... I'm gonna have to think of a way to like yeah. describe how I look. Do you see that? Do you see that girl? That brilliant smile on that. That's me. That's me. You can come over and talk to yeah. me. It's okay. I'm gonna start saying stuff young, like that. The young lady with the amazing figure or something. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. We gotta think. You know, let's 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 bring, let's, let's let's lift ourselves up, people, and you know, <laughs> like talk about our good qualities. Yeah. You know, if you were describing a friend, like, to, oh, you know, say I was, you know, you were meeting, a, I was meeting one of your friends or something, the way you would describe us to each other would probably be way different than yeah. the way we would describe ourselves. Well, we have ourselves. one friend, and I'm always like, oh, she's this gorgeous Korean girl who's, like, oh, she, yeah. this tall, she's got yeah. long, black, silky hair. Yes. And, you know, people are like, whoa. Great legs, yeah. Yeah, and meanwhile, she, <laughs> I don't think she would describe herself that way. I don't but, think she would either. No, but she's wonderful, so yeah. it's very funny. So I think we should have... Try to describe ourselves how, you know, maybe we feel like other people see ourselves. Yeah, and not, that'd be good. No, it's easy to put ourselves down. Okay. Anyway, just random aside. That's... Anyway, I don't know what you guys think we look like, because we don't usually post pictures, too many pictures of ourselves. No. Sometimes we do, but very, like, like very not yeah. <laughs> seldom. We don't even know how to use the selfie option very well. Half the time we turn on the, the selfie, you know, we flip the phone and then neither of us knows where to look. Or we're and, wearing it and we have sunglasses on. And then someone's, we'll, like, cut off. It's bad. We'll do, like, a video podcast one day. Just one. You want to? Yeah, just one. Okay. And I'll be I could probably figure out how to upload it to YouTube. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You were the one who said it. Yeah, I know. You said it. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Fine. It's fine. We're going we're gonna to wait till we are both tan and have just gotten haircuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a blowout and, like, <laughs> my makeup done at Macy's. So yes. Like, oh, I look like this all the time. Yeah. Oh, you were talking about knitting? Oh, I just I just found this I in just, the laundry hamper. I did my eyebrows like today this? for you yeah. guys. Oh. I never do, yeah. you know? Yeah. You know, let me go to the gym. I know. You know, that I don't. Re- I don't remember the gym. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you have a baby I don't. Now. I don't remember the gym. You probably have really buff arms. She's heavy. She's over she 20 is pounds. Heavy. So, yeah. I mean, my arms are, you know. A Jasmine strong. from the Nimble Girls always talks about how her body's changed because she has two kids now and how her shoulders are a lot more broad yeah. because of it. Yeah. Um, and I always think it's funny just because it's really interesting. And I already have sort of broad shoulders. I just wonder what would happen if, like, I was lifting kids all the time. I hung out with you a lot last weekend and carried your baby a lot and the next she really it's the really next funny. day she I was like sore yeah I swear to god yeah I was sore and I just thought man I need to work out yeah. more she loves Antwi she does she, she goes from a, me and Antwi to me and she's Antwi. adorable and our other friend um Laura was here from New Mexico she doesn't Yay. live here anymore we, were, we went to festival of books we, yeah let's talk about that in the book section okay yeah okay, okay. sorry we've been like talking about I don't even know anyway cute oh yeah cute what did you find I found something so <laughs> did you I, find it no I did cue it but I'm gonna just make this really short because it's a crochet sure I crochet I cued bears rainbow blanket by Pearl Soho oh they always don't have good it's beautiful yeah patterns um I don't crochet 
But I cued it anyway because I thought it was beautiful. I just learned sort of to crochet. And if I did crochet... Oh, that is... Yes. I would crochet this. So it's basically a blanket make it up of squares. Squares and koigu squares that are... Um, it's basically rain... Like... Um, um, solid, like a solid color in the middle of the square, and like then a, the border, like sort of cream white. Yeah, it's like paint. What do you call it? Like um, um, painter's palette. Yeah. Premium. Yeah. It's KPPPM. The fingering weight yarn, basically. But the whole look of it is basically you make all these squares with every color of the rainbow, and then when you put them together, you sort of put them together in like rainbow order. Yeah. So beautiful. it looks like a beautiful sort of mosaic rainbow blanket. Yeah. And we all know I love rainbows. I love rainbows too. There you go. So they're the best. I did I did cue it, but we know that I'm not gonna crochet it. Unless I, mean, I learn how to like, crochet. You might like to crochet because especially with something like blankets, yeah. they're very, each section is small and portable. You, know, you, you can yeah, you only yeah. need enough for make, to make a square and yeah. it's not till the end when you sew them up that it becomes like a big project. So I have thought about that doing like with my scraps, like those little square Oh it's so you know, you don't you're not on like sort of online Ravelry and stuff as much as I am, but there's a huge movement right now for crochet scrap blankets. Really? You know? Yeah. Crochet scrap blankets. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, the, the, the knitting my square ones are still really popular, but right now, if you look up the hashtag, I think crochet, gra- uh, like Randy crochet rabbit hole or crochet rabbit hole, mm-hmm. uh, you will see like so many crochet stripe uh, blankets that people are making oh, with scraps. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I kind of want to start one too because uh, I don't like the miter square one that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> other people's are beautiful, but for whatever reason, mine, I'm not feeling the love. And I think I might enjoy it more just crocheting stripes. Oh, right. Yeah. That's you should cool. look it up. It's re- They're really pretty. I will look it up. Yeah. And you don't have to use, you know, fingering weight yarn. I think most of them aren't fingering weight yarn, but you can use, like, you know, DK worst or whatever you have. I think I'm just worried about it not being. Um... Like, not being even, like, my squares not being even, so I can't connect them properly. Yeah, but I think... Because you're connecting them without a border, right, in between them? No, no, they have a... I mean, yeah, I mean, they have a border around them. Each of them has, like, a like a border of white. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then when you crochet, you just use white, too. Yeah. And, I mean, it's true. If, you're, if your squares are too different in shape, it might be hard to sew them together, but at the same time, I feel like... Those things are very forgiving. Remember when we made that knit blanket for your old boss? And each of us oh, yeah, that's right. decided to make, like, you know, a few squares because she was moving into a new office. And yeah. But, like, this is, like, a long time ago, 10 years ago, and, and all of our gauges were different, and some people didn't really knit or crochet that well. And so, like, all these squares were such... They different really sizes, different. Yeah. but the woman who was sort of putting it together, she was going to sew it up together, and I think she just kind of fudged it, you know, yeah. and just made it work. Yeah. I think you can. And even if one ends up being kind of off, you could always, also, some people will do this, you know, I think it's a little too anal for me, but some people will <clears throat> make all their squares and then sort of block them on, like, the same, you know, like, pegboard or something. Right. So, so that they all the same, same size. size. So you could do that, too. If That's you're being, something I would probably Yeah, if you're do. really worried about that, you could do that, too. You could pre-block them before sewing them together. Yeah, because I probably would use different yarn. Yeah, you can, yeah, like, in them, yeah, for yeah, the... So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a thought. I think it's... Those kinds of things are just very uh, forgiving and can work with, like, all kinds of stuff. Well, and I don't mm-hmm. even have that much scrap yarn. I just kind of just want to... Right. <laughs> yeah, you don't have... It. Yeah, I have a lot more than you, I think. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that's what I cued. Awesome. Thank you. Oh, I think I did see you favorite that uh, in through my timeline, and I was wondering, huh, yeah. why did she, like, get on this why one? Why is she thinking about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah well, awesome. All right, cute is done, and we're on to retail therapy. 
Have you bought anything? I did. I bought. You bought something? I did, but remember I told you about it. Did you? I bought a kit. You did? But it's not here yet. Oh, what did you buy? It's the Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. You bought a Beauty and the Beast. Can you tell them what it is? Because I forget what it is. I mean, uh, like, I don't know the, the name of the... It's really bad. Did you buy the it. cowl set or the sock yarn? I bought the cowl set kit. Okay. Double loop. Double loop. Oh, yeah. Okay. Double loop. So this is a kit. Um, this yarn was basically created, this colorway, was created by Stacey of Mustache Yarn to... Um, put in the booth of um, Little Skein the Big Wool for Stitches West. And if you don't know, Little Skein does all these really amazing, like she does collaborations with people to, to make um, these really fun kits that are all um, inspired by literature, like Anna Green Gables and, um, you know, Beauty and the Beast yeah. and all kinds of stuff. And so she had these kits at <clears throat> Stitches West. And, of course, they, you know, she had a different, like, a set number every day. And, of course, they, they sold out every single day. And she had, you know, just regular sock yarn skeins, like I, I, I have, like, the OCD sock yarn skeins. But she also had these special cow kits, um, which were two hanks of the self-strapping yarn. Like, one's called Beauty, one's called Beast. And then you basically just knit a giant tube. Yeah. With both of those skeins. Like, you knit all one skein, and then you connect the next one and just knit, a, you know, another skein. And you just make this really, really fun cow. It's beautiful. So, right. the so kits were available for pre-order mm -hmm. for, like, <clears throat> maybe a week or something. Maybe not even. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it ended on the 27th, I think. I thought about ordering Did it. Did you? Yeah. Um, but she actually, Mustache, has... A different kit coming out soon that I hope to get, which I'll talk about in a sec. But yeah, yeah it's a really fun. It's um, yeah. If you go to Little Skein, you can still see it, even though it says sold out. It's a really really fun cowl. It's the double loop one kind of goes down pretty far. I mean, you would probably go down to like you know my, my knees. Yeah, <laughs> go down to my knees. Yeah, and like, do you like my cowl? But which kit did you order? Did you order it with like a bag and everything? No, or just, okay. I didn't. It was the I bags mean, are nice though. She. Uh, designs her own fabrics too. Yeah, they're really fun. Great. Yeah. No, it was beautiful. I just didn't. I, to oh, be no, honest, fine. I was not sure because this said kit. I wasn't sure what you got. So you just got the yarn. I just got the yarn and the pattern. And the pattern. Okay. And it was like a double loop. So I got like the double. You know, yeah, the yeah. yarn. Yeah, it was which more is what yarn. I wanted, mm -hmm. and that was like. Um, I think it was eighty nine dollars. Yeah, I think it was eighty something plus for shipping. Them. Yeah. So I thought that was like that was my splurge for like. Yeah, the month. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm really, really, yeah, I'm just really excited because I really wanted to work with the yarn. I really like your socks and how they came out. Yeah. And I kind of think that, like, by the end time it's done, I might want to give it to Blue. Yeah. So. I like, I mean, my friend was saying, why? <laughs> she was just saying, what? so it's just a big tube? Why do you want a big tube? And I'm like, the tubes are the best. It's like, that's why we only socks, I think. Yeah. You know? And I did knit a double, uh, a double knit cowl once. Um, out of Neighborhood Fiber Company, and it was just, yeah, stripes in a tube, and it's amazing. It's, my Harry Potter scarf is a tube. Yeah, your Harry Potter scarf. You know, it's really, really wonderful when I'm watching, when I'm binge-watching someone. Yeah. Night, so. so the kid yeah. I'm really excited for, she uh, posted on Instagram, I think it's coming out May the 4th, which is a Star Wars thing, because it's, you know, like, May the 4th be with you, so people yeah. have done this thing called May the, F May the 4th yeah. be with you, and they, sometimes there's, you know, Star Wars things on that day. Anyway, she uh, posted on her Instagram a picture of what looks like, you know, a similar cowl, mm -hmm. you know, to the Beauty and the Beast one, mm -hmm. but 
Uh, and she's holding a big basket of mini skeins, and it looks like a bunch of Star Wars colorways. I'm gonna show Kimberly right now as it loads. So I think it's like a mini skein set with like a bunch of her Star Wars colorways. So you'd be making mm -hmm. a Star Wars there's cowl. There's R2D2. Yeah, there's R2D2. There's the little C guy. Oh, there's, oh, C3PO? Oh no, BB-8. BB-8. I think that's Boba Fett. And awesome. I have some of these colorways already, and I could probably make my own kit. But I, I'm, I want to buy this kit. Well, yeah, you want to buy the kit, right? Yeah. I, yeah. So that's pretty exciting. I'm gonna really keep an eye out for that because I really, I really want it. Yeah, that's. So I, I was thinking of getting the Beauty and the Beast one because I really do like the colors. But then I thought if, they, if she comes out with the Star Wars one, I think I'd rather get that. Mm -hmm. That's great. When do you know? Do you know when that's coming? I mean, it was a pre-order, no, so they weren't made yet, I don't think. No, I mean, I'm hoping it comes in, like, July or August. I'd like to actually... July or August? Yeah, because I don't know how long it takes. I don't think it's going to take that long, is no? it? No? Uh, I don't know. It takes really know. long. Let me see what it says many... on here. Yeah. No, it says, kids will ship in four to six weeks. Yeah, so that's June. To June and a half. Okay, June and a half. Okay. Yeah. July seems a little long. You yeah. should get it before July. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. It's good, because <clears throat> that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's my retail there. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm really excited. I don't think I've bought anything lately that I can recall, good. but, uh... Well, you have plans. Yeah. No, things are coming, I think. I'm pretty sure things are coming. Cool. And I've also, my friends and I, they've placed a big, uh, like, bear yarn order. Oh, yeah. And I'm going in on that with them, and I think we're going to die at some point. So I do... Yeah owe them some money for that, but I don't know what it is yet, and I haven't seen the yarn yet, so technically it's not in my stash yet. Right. <clears throat> so I'm going to say I didn't buy anything this week. Cool. And, and I think that's it for knitting stuff. That's it for knitting Yay. stuff, guys. We're going to move on to um, non-knitting stuff, like reading and watching. Yes. Right? Um, yes. So let's go into reading. <clears throat> we went to the LA Times Festival of Books last weekend. We did. That was fun. We did, yes. It was fun. We only went for one day. We were good. Which is actually good. I think now that we're a little older and you have a kid, we had stuff to do actually on Saturday. We had a, the same baby birthday party. So we decided, you know, not to push it and just, you know, go to the festival on Sunday. <clears throat> if you don't know, uh, the LA Times Festival of Books is a really, really large book festival. They hold every year. And for the last like, five years or so, it's been held on the USC campus. Yeah. Which is a very nice campus. <clears throat> it used to be at UCLA, which is also nice, but it was further for us. And uh, there's a giant hill on that campus. You're constantly walking up and down this hill. Uh, USC is much flatter, and there's a metro in case you want to take it, which is nice, too. Yeah, but I have to... I'm, I'm not a USC hater, but I did like it better at UCLA. Did you? I did, because I, because I liked... Because we were there... I know the hill was just a monster, but... Yeah, we just spent all day there, there because it was so much further. I know, but, but what I liked about that... Um, which is, I know, just my own selfish That's reasons, fine. is because know. whenever we went, we would go to the little city area. Westwood? In Westwood, like the little downtown Westwood mm -hmm. area, and we would have Diddy Reese ice cream sandwiches, mm -hmm. and we would, like, walk around. Like, it was it was more than just, like... It was I a whole day. It was a whole day. You know, it would be, like, five or six of us piled into one yeah. car, but it was tiring, because, you know, by the, yeah. after we were done with the festival, to go down to, like, Westwood and eat and stuff... We had to trek down that hill. It wasn't close. Yeah. You know, we'd have to walk, you yeah. know. And and that said, if, if I had the blueberry now, yeah. I would not enjoy You wouldn't want to UCLA go, I don't campus. think. Yeah. yeah. This is easy. We can come, and we parked, and 
you know, it's flat. And you just you took the blueberry this time. Yeah. For the first she time. She came for two hours, and we went to the children's stage, and we sat, and we mm-hmm. watched the children's stage. Yeah. Iron Muffin bought a CD. I know. I didn't think, performing. yeah. That seems so crazy to me. So crazy. He's usually very... I don't know what the word is, but he usually won't. He likes sometimes. Well, he likes to support independent artists. He does. He just doesn't. I think. I just think that he would like these people because they're in costumes. <laughs> there were costumes, but I think what surprised me is because I've never seen Alistair buy a children's music CD. Whereas if you've met me, you would probably not be surprised if I yeah. bought children's music. But yeah. um, I was right before. He's like into yeah. it. He put it on this morning. Oh, was it, it good? To it. Yeah, it was super good. Oh, super cool. cute, and not yeah. like children like annoying not like annoying yeah like, it's not annoying, annoying. Yeah. um but it was really cute and yeah we listened to it this morning and he's like where's my cd his cd <laughs> and i'm like mm-hmm. it's the blueberry but um yeah we listened to it it was like anyway okay. sorry yeah yeah no that's good so, yeah so she went and we had a good time and it wasn't too hot it was actually in the 90s the day before but on sunday it dropped about 10 degrees at yeah. least yeah. so it was nice i only bought Two books, which one was for me and one was as a picture book, which is a gift from my friend's kid. Mm-hmm. And I got a couple books um, for free, but that was about it. It's good. Yeah. I did not buy only two books. No, you did not. I bought like ten books. I think you bought more. Maybe, um, like at least half of those were for the blueberry. You bought at least, I think, six for yourself. I bought like six at for one yourself. place. <clears throat> yeah. That's yeah. why I just know that one place was a lot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was really nice. It was. A little warm for me, and well, yeah. I was kind of ready to go. But um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Okay. Well, what have you been reading then? I want to talk to you about a book. Okay. Called um, The Magician's Lie. It's okay. by Greer McAllister, and it was came out a couple years ago. I am late to the game because I feel like that sounds so familiar. I haven't read it, but it you sounds have seen familiar. it at Target because it's at Target. It <clears> has, at Target. Yeah, it has a woman's um, like corset on it, and she's holding a white dove. Okay, I'm going to look up what it looks like right um, now. Keep talking. So, it's about... I had gotten it very, like, a while ago for review, and I didn't read it. I had wanted to read it really badly, but things had kept, you know, coming up. So, yeah. I finally got around to reading it. Um, it's really fun. I think... I want to say it's kind of like... Uh, I don't actually know if I've seen this cover. Oh, I'm really? not They're to... saying it's like Night Circus... Ish. Oh, this, I was like, where's for, the corset? Oh, this is the back of yeah, her. Okay. Water for elephants. But that's what it is kind of water for elephants like. So it's about this woman who's a magician um, and she um, is fleeing. Okay. And you don't know why, but she's she moves into um, she goes into this restaurant and she's captured. She's she's captured by the police because <laughs> they have found her husband's body in one of her uh, illusion like, boxes. Like, yeah. Like, Thing. Cut up yeah. and dead, Ooh. and so they've—they're like, this is an adult book, and they're like, oh, it's <laughs> her, right? So they've this guy who's Officer Holt. He is, um, he's, he's got her overnight in in his office or jail cell or interrogation room, and mm-hmm. he basically says what happened, and it's her story, and it's her story from the beginning, from when she was born, and interspersed with that is her interaction with Officer Holt. Okay, and he can't tell what's a lie. What is she embellishing on? What is, you know, the truth? Okay. There's a little bit of magic, but not really. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of um, um, intrigue. There's a little, like, it's 
just very, very um, fun. Um, I read it really quickly. I read it really, mm-hmm. really quickly because it was like a page turner. It's yeah. one of those like at the end of every chapter, you're like, wait, a cl- like a little cliffhanger. Wait, I need to keep going. Yeah. yeah so it was like just old Nancy Drew books. It was yeah. always like a cliffhanger at the end of every chapter. Yeah. So um, I actually really, really enjoyed it. I don't cool. think it's I'm like see if I can find five it. stars. I think it's like four stars. I think you can five know? stars on Goodreads. Yeah, because I think I yeah. have like because um, I think that it was like four and a half for yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. But um, I do think that it's, like, definitely worthy. Is it a standalone? It's a standalone. Okay. You'll be completely satisfied by the ending. Okay. And she's just, it's just, it's just fun. So oh. I think everyone should read it. Excellent. It's fun. And it's, I mean, I'm assuming since she was wearing a course on the cover, it's, like, a historical. It's historical, yeah. Okay. It's really, um, and that, it's, like, kind of takes place at the same time. If you liked Water for Elephants, you would like this. Because okay. it takes place in, like, kind of that same I liked Water for Elephants. World. I didn't love it as much as everyone else did, but... I, I didn't I either. I, I think I liked it. it. No, and, and this is like got a little bit more um, yeah. intrigue and like mystery to it. Okay. And urgency than Water for Elephants did. That was a slow book. Yeah, it was pretty slow. Yeah. I mean, it was good, but it was it was kind of slow. <laughs> this is this is faster because you're trying to figure out what is she saying that's true. That's, yeah. Is he going to turn her in or is he going to let her go? Because she keeps yeah. saying like, you don't understand my story. If you t- let me tell you, you will let me go. Because you don't understand, like, where I've come from. Huh. And he keeps saying, it doesn't matter, you've killed your husband. And she's like, I didn't kill anyone, you don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what's happened. I like how, if, in real life, if that was you, you're like, you know, I didn't kill my husband. Here, let me start from when I was born. Like, yeah, you yeah, never yeah, would yeah. do that, you know? Well, in the year. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. I think that, um, I think that it's just, like, a really fun book that, okay. um, it's, like, pretty good, you know? Yeah. Fast book. Good. Is there anything else? Mm, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but I don't... That's the one Nothing. that really sticks out in my Nothing life. worth talking about? No. Okay. How about you? Uh, well, you know, in the last episode, I was reading... Oh, man. Which one was it? Um, <clears throat> I was reading the Rochelle Mead book. <laughs> I can't remember what the... It was one of the... Um, it was one of the Bloodlines ones. So I finished that one, and I started the, the next one after that. Lilac? No. It's all colors, but no. It's... I think it's called The Fiery Heart. Okay. That's the fourth one. So I finished that, and then I started the fifth one, which is called Silver Shadows, mm-hmm. because it kind of ends on a cliffhanger, too. And thank goodness, I mean, this series is, is over, and I didn't have to wait for the next book, and so I just picked up the, you know, the next book, and I read that one really pretty quickly, and I don't want to rehash it, you know, if you guys listened to the last episode, um, you know, it's young adult, there's vampires, and alchemists and sort of secret organizations and bad vampires you know and good vampires and romance basically but so I read the fifth book but there's one more and I decided to give myself a little break because mm-hmm. I you know I read this one really fast and almost to the point of like not enjoying it as much as I could have but I really want to know what happened right because it ends in a cliffhanger and all this stuff happens and I was just, like, waiting for something else, this one thing to happen. I was like, hurry up. And not that it was, like, written poorly. It's just, I think I just was impatient. And so I read it really fast. So I decided to give myself a little bit of a break before I start the sixth and final book. But I should probably start that soon because I do want to know what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to read that. And I, So I finished that. And then I also finished a book called Wild Fiber, Fiber, Wild Fire, which is book three in the Hidden Legacy series by Ilona Andrews. Oh, nice. And that's an urban fantasy book with romance as well. I don't, I think if you've read the Kate Daniels series, it's very similar in that vein. Um, 
there's it's like a magical like sort of realm and there's magical families and all this sort of sort of drama between the families and fighting and it centers on one woman in her family her name's Nevada uh, and she owns a private investigation company and so and this is the third book and I don't know I, I can't get into all of it but yeah so she's she has this company and there's a guy that she likes and they're like trying to figure out their relationship uh, but in the third book his ex-fiance is back in the picture and she wants Nevada to help her find out where her husband is because he's like missing you know and there's a bunch of drama because like she's going through stuff with her family too and it's just really good if you've read Alona Andrews uh, or like urban fantasy um, all their books are good but I, I do like the series it's fun I don't like it quite as much as Kate Daniels but I like it a lot and I don't know if there will be more books after this. They haven't announced any. I think there were only, um, what is the word, scheduled or mm -hmm. like they, I think it's from Avon Books, and I think they only bought three books. So you know, had only bought three books at this time. Uh, my friend and I are hoping that there are going to be more because it definitely leaves the door open for more stuff to happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, it comes to an end, and you know, there's nothing like sort of weird or cliffhangery about it, but there's definitely room for more story to happen. And so, yeah, this is the third book. The second book is called White Hot. Don't be fooled by the covers. The covers have been really bad for this series. I don't know why. I, I just don't know why. That's a shame. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they're not the worst things ever, but if you read a lot of sort of romance or urban fantasy, the covers can be really hit or miss. Sometimes yeah. they're kind of cool looking. Uh, sometimes they're very generic looking, just, you know, just like font. But sometimes they just look cheesy like, bad romances or something, and it's just, I don't think it does a lot of justice right. to the story sometimes. Yeah. So if you see the cover, just ignore that. The story is actually pretty good, and there was a delay in the second book last year. It was supposed to come out last year, and it didn't, which was a bummer. But because of that, the schedule um, for the second and third book are actually really close to each other, and I actually thought the second book had come out already because I'd read it a while ago, but it doesn't come out, I think, until May 30th, and then I think in three months after that, Wildfire, yeah. Wildfire, the third one, comes out. Right. Yeah, and it was supposed to be more like a year and then a year, but, you know, they pushed back the date of the second one because they weren't finished with it or weren't ready with it, um, which, yeah, people were sort of bummed about. But then it means you get, like, two books in one year. It's good. Yeah, so neither of the, the second or third book, I think, have come out yet, but they should be out, uh, the second one at least should be out very soon. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've been reading. Nice. What have you been watching? What have I been watching? Um, I actually watched a really good movie a few weeks ago. It's a Japanese anime movie. Oh, yeah. Called Your Name. Yeah. And it is, I think, the most highly money-making movie in Japan of all time, or something crazy, or this year, or whatever. It's done huge in Japan, and so they, and it's, come to the States, it came out here at the beginning of April, and we're kind of moving around to different Lemley theaters, mm -hmm. and if you're around here, Lemley is just sort of our independent chain, uh, they just, yeah, often have independent movies, and sometimes it'll, like, you know, a movie will stay at one of them for, like, a week or two, and then move to a different one, you know, I think there's only, like, sometimes one, you know, reel or whatever, so we went when it was in North Hollywood, my friend's a huge fan, she actually saw it at, I think, Anime Expo last year, because mm -hmm. it's been out in Japan, I think, for at least a year. And she really, really liked it. 
And so when she heard it was coming here, she asked me if I wanted to go. And this is my friend. I usually, she loves, like, animation, like, uh, like anime and manga and stuff. And I don't keep up with that. But if she's like, you know, this sounds really interesting. Can we go? I'm like, sure. You know, I'm usually pretty open. So anyway, it's an animated movie. And it is about two uh, young adults, young teenagers, who um, discover that they are sort of switching bodies. Yeah. Um, and not like it's so they they wake up and they're in another body and they just think it's a dream at first, and and it doesn't happen all the time. It happens sort of sporadically, and then they start to realize that they like it's not a dream and they're actually in someone else's body. But when they wake up, it's kind of hard to remember what happened. You know what I mean? Like a dream, it's hard to remember. So they start sort of communicating with each other by leaving like notes and stuff and texts, you know, on like their own like their phones when they're in that person's body, and. Um, it's just really good. It's hard to explain without giving too much away, but it's the relationship between the two is really good, and um, it start, it's not just about, um, you know, the switching bodies thing, but it becomes a, like about a lot more about... Um, I just can't even explain it. I think you would really like it. Yeah, I think I I actually do. think you would really like it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like she lives in the country, like in this really traditional village like where a temple is and they do all this traditional stuff and he lives in he's in the city Tokyo and you know she thinks the dream at first because she you know she feels really stifled where she is like there's no future for her and she wants to just go to like Tokyo one day and she wants to be a boy because like you know she feels like she'll have more opportunities as a boy and yeah it's funny and sweet and like, it was a point where I almost wanted to cry (laughs) it's just really hard to explain but uh, if you like um, really good movies, animated movies, especially if you like, you know, things like, you know, Studio Ghibli stuff. I think you would really like this. And I think the English, this, it's Japanese with English subtitles. And for the most part, I think the subtitles are pretty good. There's occasionally times where it doesn't really, you know, make sense. You can tell, like, the, the words maybe don't translate as well because it doesn't make as much sense. Um, it's really funny, sort of during, like, there's a couple of pop songs in it, like, at the beginning and the end. And the the English translation of the pop songs is really funny because mm-hmm. it, it's not very good. I'm sure in Japanese it's a really like cute song, but in the English translation it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and yeah, I think you really like it. I really want you to see it. Um, when it comes it on video, yeah, yeah, I'll have to tell you when it comes on video. Yeah, I'm it's hoping, got amazing reviews. Yeah, my, I'm hoping to look. I think my friend's gonna keep an eye out for it at Comic Con uh, Funimation, which. Is a company that puts out a lot of uh, Japanese um, anime and manga, like you know, here in the states and stuff, and they'll sell it. Uh, we'll probably we're hoping they have it by Comic Con. If they do, I think I'm gonna get a copy and I can bring it over. Mm-hmm. It's good. Awesome. What are you watching? I'm not watching anything. Literally I'm not watching nothing. Anything? No. Literally. 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 No, I haven't watched anything. Oh. Um, it's been sad. So. Oh. Um. I'm trying to think if there was anything last weekend, but we've just been watching repeats. Like, I watched Iron Man. I watched Iron Man 2. Like, nothing, you know, yeah, just, like, just repeat. I just put something on and kind of knit or yeah. zone out for a bit, and then mm-hmm. it's time to go to bed. So, yeah, yeah, sadly, nothing exciting. Is there anything you, like, want to watch soon? Or um, I want to watch Legion. I started watching Legion, but I didn't oh, finish the episode. I haven't watched that. I started watching Downton Abbey again, but I've been watching repeats of it to kind of, like, catch up. What, I'm what couple, season did you stop on? I stopped at the end of season three. <clears throat> okay. So I should start season four, but I'm just kind of 
you know. How many seasons are there? There's six. Okay. Or seven. And it ended, right? Yeah, it's Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, so nothing, sadly, nothing. And really you've gotten Iron Muffin to start watching it. He never did before, right? No, he's never watched it before. But, but he's into it now. Well, I wouldn't say he's into it. He's oh. just not protesting really hard when I want to watch it, so. But I feel like for him that is into it. Maybe. Hmm. When he's into something like The Bake Show, he'll put it on. Okay. He's not putting this on. Okay. So, yeah, but that's it. It's just been busy. Okay. Yeah, I haven't been in the actual movies for several weeks. Yeah. And, yeah. Actually, it's been like two weeks. I did go to that Fast and Furious screening. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. I I did go to that. But uh, there's been other stuff I've wanted to see, but it's just been really busy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, that's it for me. I think that's it for me, too. Aww. Aww. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us today. We hope your weekends are going well and that you're knitting. And you're staying cool wherever you are. Yeah. Or, you know. Or I know, staying warm. I know my friend Melinda from the Yarnder Woman podcast was talking about how I think it was becoming fall there because she's in Australia. Oh, that's awesome. Which is, yeah. So it's crazy to me, right? You know? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. So hope you're staying cool and more warm wherever you are. Yeah. Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye. You can find all the show notes on the blog at twistedstitchespodcast.blogspot.com. You can find me, Twee, on Ravelry as Fishgirl182 and Kimberly as Kimberly Buggy. You can also find the podcast on Instagram as Twisted Stitches Podcast. We also have a great Ravelry group that you should definitely join. Thanks for listening.